Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 306 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the Big Boo Bowl, the Mississippi State A&M game from this past weekend. Melanie is going to process some feelings, some thoughts, some reactions, and we're going to talk about what's been going on at the Shankle household. Just all kinds of fun. If you have not joined us on Patreon yet, we would love for you to do that. It's at patreon.com slash bigboo. Our most recent episode is with our friend and business coach, Retha. It's all about change and transition and what we do when change gets tangled up with our idols. I'll go ahead and tell you, got in my business a little bit. And then we would love for you to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash bigboo. As always, we are so glad that you're here. And we hope you enjoy episode 306. Hey, everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. <laughs> Listen, how you doing? Listen. I'm going to tell you that here's how I'm doing, but I'm going to tell you, I, y'all are just going to have to bear with me today because I have a lot of thoughts and a lot okay. of things that I need to say, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say the first is that after A&M lost to App State, and once I started watching the first half of our game against Mississippi State this weekend, I'm going to tell you that the, the what came to mind was the scene in Steel Magnolias where Anel is telling Weezer about her husband that had run off on her. And she says, I really don't think things could get any worse. And Weezer says, of course they can. They can always get worse. I told you, I take no pleasure. I take I, no pleasure in the victory. I, I was I was delighted for our team. And if y'all don't know what we're talking about, Mississippi State beat A&M this past weekend in the Big Boo Bowl. I was so happy for our players and the, the, I felt like I saw on my end of things, some good things, but I really did more than anything. I felt concerned for you. And there was a point cause we were flying home. We were in Maine mm-hmm. last week. Then we went to Boston and we were in the Boston airport during the bulk of the first half. Mm-hmm. And there was a point at the beginning of the second half or somewhere in there where I looked at David and I said, AM just tried to kick a field goal. <laughs> State blocked it. Yeah. We picked it up. Yeah. And, and ran it back for a touchdown. Yep. And he said, How's she doing? And I said, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like it's good. I don't feel Mm-mm. like it's good. No, it was kind of, you know, but here's the thing. I'm going to tell you that. So, Gully, the plan was Gully was going to come over and watch that game with me mm-hmm. because Jean was out of town. And so she was like, I'm going to come over. And then she was like, oh, I just got home from running errands. This was the beginning of the first quarter. And she's like, I'm just going to wait until like the second quarter. And I was like, great. And it was kind of like an unspoken thing. Like she never texted to say, hey, I'm not going to come over. But it was kind of like by the beginning of the second quarter, we just knew like, yeah, you know, we're just going to hunker down and just survive this each in our own living rooms. Right. Yeah. All we're going to do is feed on each other and make it worse. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you, I have a story. I have a story that I feel like sums up what's going on right now okay. with AM football. When I was in high school, 
when I was in high school, two weeks before my senior year of high school, as a matter of fact, I begged my mom to let me stay the weekend at my best friend's house whose parents were out of town. Okay. So I I begged. I was like, please, please let mm-hmm. us stay. And so um, absolutely knowing that we were going to have some kind of party and do something that we weren't supposed to do. But of course, I vowed that that wasn't going to happen. Your motives were only pure. My, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so... Anyway, so that Saturday night, what we did is my friend Jody and I snuck out of the house. We put the phone off the hook because we just thought, well, if my mom calls, she'll just think that we're on the phone mm-hmm. and won't really dive into that. And we drove out to Lamar University and went to an ATO party. Okay. All right. And not only did we go to that party, mm-hmm. we then when the party kind of ended, we invited pretty much the entire ATO house to come back to Jody's house to continue the party. As you do. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you that as I pulled up later, Jody was running out of her house and was screaming at me, your mom is coming. Your mom is coming. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you that all of a sudden is the entire like convoy of cars from the ATO house was pulling down Jody's street to park in front of her house. My mom and my grandma and my little sister were pulling up in my mom's Honda Accord in the driveway. It was a generational reckoning. It's a generational reckoning. And what I'm going to say is, is there had been times in high school where I had almost gotten in trouble, but I was able to like talk my way out of it. You know, mm-hmm. like I was like, no, that's not my beer. Somebody just put that in my car. Right. I don't know how that happened. That wasn't me. No, I didn't sneak out. I was just checking on a friend. It had kind of, I had always been able to get away with it. Mm-hmm. But that night I was exposed fully <laughs> on a level that there was no coming back from, you know what I mean? Like exposed to a degree that like, you can't talk your way out of this. You can't make excuses about this. You can't say that this isn't what it looks like it is. And that's how I felt about A&M football on Saturday afternoon. We were exposed on a level that there's no coming back from. Thank y'all for joining us for episode 306. (laughs) We'll see y'all next week. (laughs) And here's what I'm going to say. I'm not mad at any of our players. I'm really not because here's the thing. They're 18, they're 19, they're 20. They're doing whatever they can do. I'm going to tell you who I'm going to fight with is Jimbo Fisher. I and I'm going to tell you that his truck got towed on Friday before that game. It was on Barstool and they towed his truck. And I hope that it's still sitting at A1 towing. I hope that he hadn't gotten his truck back because Jimbo, you need to do better. You're paid. You, you get $10 million just for eating breakfast in the morning. So I'm going to need you to step up. I'm going to need you to put down your 7,500 page offensive playbook. And I'm going to need you to hire an offensive coordinator. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Well, and I ask you, was that yesterday? If there's anybody, do you feel like you can tell Jimbo the truth? Like if you're making that kind of money at that kind of level of coaching, is there anybody who mm-hmm. can come in there and say, Hey, well, I'm going to tell you all of Tex Ags is telling him the truth. <laughs> now, whether or not he chooses to listen is his thing, but I'm like, no, this is like, it's a problem. I'm like, because here's, here's what makes me mad is we're now a national laughing stock. Like we, like the emperor has no clothes. Mm. We've spent all this money. Everybody knows how much money Jimbo, you've gotten a fight with Saban in May. And guess what? That bill's coming due this Saturday yeah. is what I'm saying. Well, and- but now I'll say this. I think Alex retweeted this earlier 
it's like yeah really y'all will no somebody else tweeted that y'all will come out and play like the 1972 miami dolphins <laughs> like it'll, <laughs> it'll just be glorious you know and everything will click but i what made me sad well there were a couple of things that made me sad watching the game as happy as i was for will rogers and our yes. receivers and he connected with a lot of different people and we oh, everybody scored special team scored defense scored offense oh scored. yeah Y'all but, scored more when we were in the red zone than we did when we were in the red zone. Y'all outscored us in, in, in the y'all's red, red zone, zone. in yeah. our red zone yeah. more than we scored in our red zone. Two things made me sad. Um, one, Devon A. Chain cannot do everything oh. on his own. He no, can't. he can't. He Mm-mm. can't do it. And Mm-mm. so that's, a, that's, it's so predictable that like, he just, he can't do it. And Max Johnson, if he was able to oh. walk yesterday, the number of times he got just mm-hmm. laid out on mm-hmm. that field. I know. And there were a couple of times where the hits, like, I thought he looks like a rag doll going down on yep. the ground. And, yep. and like, that's, I don't know. I just thought he's not in a, in the kind of situation he needs to be in no. in order to help his team and here's the other thing and i'm curious if you noticed this because we talked about it with haynes king earlier uh-huh. in the season that that jimbo was just forever on haynes king on the sidelines yes. and yes. he was forever on max, max on the sidelines yeah. i don't uh-huh. know max but i'm just yeah. like but he was forever all over him and i had the thought of hey maybe it's not the student it's the teacher yes Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. That was my, that is my hope. My dad and I talked about that yesterday. Cause of course we had to, cause you know, he doesn't watch the games live cause he just can't do it anymore. Yeah. So my I text daddy's him. kind of the same about state. Yeah. Yeah. So he records them and then I text him when the game's over and say, we won or lost. And if mm-hmm. we lost, he deletes it. If we win, he watches it. And I was like, we lost. It was abysmal. I can't even tell you how bad I said, I haven't been this disappointed in a team since the coach Fran years. And oh. I, that you know how bad that is. You know mm-hmm. how bad that is. I was like, this is what this feels like to me. And so, but we agreed as I was like, because I think about Caroline as an athlete and the worst thing a coach could do to her, if she had coaches that chewed her out on the sideline, she shut down the rest of the game. Like yeah. she was done. And and I get it. And you're trying, but I'm like, that's not the time. That the during the game is not the time. Y'all should have this figured out to the point that you're not having to tell him stuff constantly. Right. And you certainly shouldn't be chewing him out because maybe this is on you because everybody points to the fact that he has this complicated offense and it's so complex. Well, the problem is, is kids don't stay and play for five years anymore. Like they're there two, maybe three years at the most. And I feel like Jimbo is supposed to be this quarterback whisperer. And I feel like we watched this with Kellen Mond. I feel like we watched it with Zach Calzada. Mm -hmm. I feel like we've seen it with Haynes King. And now poor Max Johnson, by all accounts, he's out for the next three to four weeks, at least, because they're saying there's something wrong with the tendon in his hand. But God, I mean, he was bleeding. Mm -hmm. He was that gash on on the back of his arm. Yes. And then you have A-Chain who I was like, he can't, I was like, he's like a Ferrari. You can't just keep running him over and over again. He's going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's my other that's another whole thing. Listen, is we are so injury plagued and I'm like more so than any other team. And some of that you can just say is bad luck, but I'm also like, what's going on with our strength and conditioning? Why are we, why do we have so many injuries? Like our injury list last year was like 20 plus players. And it is again this year. And I'm like, that's a problem. Like what, 
is going on. So what I would like to know is what's happening over at the Bright Complex and what people are saying, because we have a big, we have a $90 million problem is what I'm going to tell you. And we got, it's got to get fixed. It's got to get fixed. And I want Jimbo to be the guy. I really do. I think he's very, he seems very likable. And I like the things that he says and all that stuff, but I need to see something different on the field because right. this is not working and we've invested way too much money and we're, we are doing less with more talent than any team in America right now. Oh goodness. The end. And I would do that, but I don't think it picks up my thing. No, <laughs> it doesn't, No, but it won't pick it up. Y'all know that I love my supplements and I have tried a lot of different omega-3 supplements and I have to say that Ewe Life is the best one I've ever used. Are you still taking fish oil to get your omega-3s? Step into the future with Ewe Life. True or false, fish make omega-3 fats. That's false. Fish are full of omega-3 fats because they eat algae. With Ewe Life, you go straight to the source and you skip the middle fish and the nasty fish taste. The form of omega-3 in Ewe Life gives you 1.7 times more absorption than fish oil or krill oil or even other brands of algae oil, the world's highest absorption of any source of omega-3s. Ewe Life's proprietary formula goes right to your bloodstream for more absorption and more health benefits. No matter how old or young you are, you can reap the benefits of Ewe Life. If you're all about a healthy lifestyle, then adding Ewe Life Algae Omega 3s to your self care supplements is a must to support your skin, your eyes, your heart, brain, joints, and overall wellness. Best of all, their products are plant based, vegan, and sustainably farmed in the United States. It's never too late or too early to start taking Ewe Life Algae Omega 3s. Go to ewelife.com slash bigboo and use code bigboo22 to save 30% on your first purchase of any Ewe product. Take advantage of this limited time offer today. I-W-I-L-I-F-E dot com slash bigboo, code bigboo22 for 30% off your first purchase. Ewelife.com slash bigboo, code bigboo22. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, on a football note, I'm going to say that the Auburn fans, I've never seen so many people when I put up on Instagram the thing about the cycle of A&M football where you're like, I get my hopes up, I get disappointed, I start to believe again. It's like the triangle. (laughs) And so many Auburn people were like, can you substitute Auburn? for that I know I I texted Daphne yesterday and said my friend Daphne from college and said you know because we were traveling Saturday and so I didn't really get to watch watch the game until I got home Saturday night Mm -hmm. but I said you know I watched that game but here's where I am as a state fan and this is where I think you've been a little bit different as an A&M fan because you have you have perpetually been more hopeful at the beginning of a season than I have yes my thing is, I want, I, I, this is exactly what I texted Daphne. I want to believe mm-hmm. like, but I still don't. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I thought they looked great Saturday, but we play Arkansas this weekend. So I'm still like, we'll see. I cannot yeah. attach all my hopes to that yet. I just, I can't, no. but so I can, I can appreciate when you have had so many hopes and had had reasons to believe that it was going to be it was going to be so much better or it was yeah. going to be, you know, a great year. And then to see it kind of fall apart like it has. And y'all could still end up with a winning season. Yeah. It's could we all, though? <laughs> oh, it's not lost. <laughs> what yeah. did I text you in the second quarter this past weekend? I was like, y'all still have plenty of time. You plenty have plenty of time. of time. 
And you said, do we though? Yeah, um, that's. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the offense on y'all side of things is not connecting and you cannot leave your defense out there that long and expect that you're going to win games. No, no, you sure can't. You sure can't. And Mm -hmm. you can't play a three man front and expect that you're going to win games. We, our defense is not that kind of defense and it clearly wasn't working. And if I'm sitting on the couch with Perry Shankle and we know that, and Mm -hmm. we're getting paid zero amounts of dollars to coach football, zero, then how come our coaches can't figure that out. And my theory is, is that Jimbo's so wrapped up in what's going on with that offense and looking at his thesis on, on offensive plays from 1974 that he can't look at what the team is doing as a whole. You know what mm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and like what we need is somebody to oversee and be like, okay, we've got to switch this up on defense. I'm going to let my defensive coordinator know that I'm going to let my O-line coach know, Hey, our O-line isn't blocking. It mm-hmm. looks transparent and our quarterback's getting killed out there. Like, I just, I don't understand you're right. It's, I did say, I had a couple of thoughts Saturday. Number one, I woke up Saturday morning and I kind of had a bad feeling. Like okay. I just knew I had a bad feeling. I was like, state always plays us tough. If, if you weren't a state person, I would rank that with the Arkansas game in terms <laughs> of games that I hate because I feel like state has spoiled our season more often than they haven't. And so I was like, there's, there's that whole thing. I wasn't feeling good. I texted my friend Casey and I said, how are you feeling? And she's like, I feel great. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to try to ride her optimism into this deal. But I thought, what would it be like? And I think I texted you this is I said, what would it be like to wake up on a Saturday morning and just feel confident that your team was going to win? You know what I mean? Like basically what would it feel like to be an Alabama fan? I guess is what I'm asking. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, like what would it feel like to just wake up and be like, you know, we're going to win today. Instead of like, I just, I went to bed Saturday night thinking A&M football is the most toxic relationship of my life. (laughs) Yeah. You keep thinking it's going to change. I keep thinking, I believe, I believed Mm in, I believed in coach someone. I believed in coach Fran for a long time. I just, I keep wanting to believe. And at what point will I just say, you know what? I'm just here for the snacks. I'm just here for the snacks. Here for the tailgate. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here to just, you know, just have fun and enjoy it. So anyway, but here's here's the plus side, I will say of all that. And then we'll move on to other games of the of the weekend. But the, the plus side of that is, is that so my child had initially thought that she might go to Tuscaloosa this weekend for the Alabama game. Yes. Um, and now she's decided she's going to come home instead. So that's that's my win in the whole thing. And she's like, I'm not going to go to Tuscaloosa. I'm going to come home. And I thought I saw this on something and I thought it was so true. And we'll talk about it is it was like, remember back in May when Jimbo and Saban were in a fight and everybody was like, wait until October 8th. And now game day is going to TCU to see the TCU Kansas game. Just like we all predicted. (laughs) That's exactly it. Which by the way, Alex Hudson is so on the Kansas bandwagon right now. Like he is all over it, but Mm -hmm. There are things from childhood that I learned that I still remember. Like I could diagram a sentence today like nobody's business because what we learn at a young age sticks with us through adulthood. And that's why fostering a lifelong love of learning for our children is so important. So why not make learning fun? KiwiCo is defining the future of play by making it engaging, enriching, and seriously entertaining. 
A KiwiCo subscription delivers super cool hands-on projects for kids and kids at heart of all ages. We've received everything from a do-it-yourself radio to make your own travel cups to a latch hook pillow rug. We have had so much fun with our things, and I love that you can get super cool hands-on science, art, geography projects that are delivered to your door every month. They come in a great little box. They're so excited to see them arrive in the mail, and you've got everything you need. You don't have to run to the craft store to get extra supplies or extra things. Everything they need is in that crate. This is the best gift to give any child in your life, and it's something that they can enjoy all year long. They won't believe what they can build and accomplish with KiwiCo, and you're giving them the tools to learn new skills, build new experiences, and make new connections to the broader world that don't involve sitting in front of a phone. Spark the love of learning today with the KiwiCo subscription. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code BIGBOO at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at K-I-W-I-C-O.com, promo code BIGBOO. Okay, so as since we've we've covered state and AM. Yes. What about what about this past weekend? Do you have side eyes? Do you have ICUs? Um kick us off. I do. I do. I, I have one side eye this weekend. It's for Jimbo Fisher. I can't even look, I can't even give anybody else a side eye. Nobody else. If I were going to give another one, I'd give it to Georgia because Georgia y'all lucked out there at the end. But what I'm going to say is I, I don't even have room in my heart for another side eye, except for at Jimbo Fisher currently. Well, we understand. We Thank understand. You. I have a couple. Oh, good. Um, okay. Well, one of mine won't be a surprise to you because we talked about it Saturday or Sunday, but one of mine is for Oklahoma. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh That was I was not expecting that. I no. Nope. I, I thought that game would be close, but I was I was not expecting that. Uh-huh. So uh, that was really that was something to see. Yeah. TCU just I mean just whip them. I just whip them. I mean it wasn't even close. It was not even close. And then uh-uh. my my second side up pains me a bit because I, I do think this is a complex situation, but mm-hmm. Brian Harson, what's happening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's happening, my friend? Yeah. You're up 17 to nothing over yeah. LSU at home. And, and, and it's like you, I mean, I know he wasn't trying to find a way to lose that game. I know those players wanted to win that game. I'm sure he mm-hmm. wanted to win that game, but it's just like, what's, what's happening there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. And it's I know problem. it's its own dumpster fire, but yeah. still yeah. I was, I was sad for my Auburn friends uh, who had to sit through that. Yeah. So, which I mean, good for LSU, good for Brian Kelly to go yes. into Auburn. It's a super hard place to play and to win that game and to come back, you know, mm-hmm. and win that game, but still. Yeah. Um, so those yeah. are my two side eyes for the week. Okay. All right. Well, I, my ICUs number one goes to the Kansas Jayhawks. Listen, Kansas, y'all are ranked. Mm-hmm. Y'all are, have a big game against TCU this weekend, and I'm excited for y'all. I'm I'm just excited. I can I can cheer for an underdog all day long. Yes. Um. My other one is TCU. TCU. Listen, y'all appear to be the real deal. Currently, you're the only team from the state of Texas that is ranked. So isn't that congratulations. crazy? It's crazy. I mean, when you look, I'm like, what what's going on here? Schools of Texas. What is going on? But there's that. Um. I'm going to give it ICU because listen, Missouri, I feel like just is just the overlooked team of the whole SEC. True. And there was a moment on Saturday where it's like, I felt like everybody was kind of pulling for Missouri a little bit, you know, just, 
just from the sheer, I love Georgia. Like I'm, I'm happy to see Georgia and Kirby, Kirby Smart win. You know, like it doesn't bother me. I would probably want them to be national champs again this year if I could pick. Right. But just to see Missouri, I was like, you know what? I see you, Missouri. You mm-hmm. know, you, you were the little engine that could, and you tried for a long time and then it just didn't yeah. work out. They held on for a long time. And you just have to think that that kind of game comes down to the fact that in the end, Georgia knows they can win it. And Missouri is going to think they're going to find a way to lose it. I don't know. But yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And then my last one, my last, I see you in this one is painful, but my last one is to Ole Miss because I watched that Ole Miss Kentucky game and listen, they could have lost it at the end, but they didn't. But God, Lane Kiffin's offense makes me feel real nervous in my stomach. Oh my gosh. I will, I will say my first, I see you, it's not to Ole Miss by, by themselves. That would uh-huh. be hard for me, yeah. but, but it's for the Ole Miss Kentucky game. I can go uh-huh. there because yes. I will say I, that game was on when we were, we were on the plane. And so I got uh-huh. to watch most of that game just on my little TV in, in the seat in front of me. And I just thought, okay, this is an example of a really good football game where you've got tons of effort on each side, tons of grit on each side, the Mm -hmm. back and forth. And I really thought Kentucky was going to win there at the end, but then, you know, but turnovers. So yeah, turnovers, but it was a great football game. It really was. And um, it was a great atmosphere and I really enjoyed it. My second thing I've mentioned to you a couple of times, but this has nothing to do with what happens on the field. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't explain like what it, it takes for a commentator to, to, uh, you know, like become somebody that I enjoy, mm-hmm. but Robert Griffin, the third, who used to play quarterback at Baylor yes. um, has been doing common. How do you say it has d- done commentary this yeah. season? I love listening to him. He's mm-hmm. super candid. He's really insightful. He's a straight shooter. Yeah. And I, I just get really excited now when I see that he's calling a game that I'm watching. Yeah. I love listening to him. He's um, like the anti-Gary Danielson. Is what he, he really is. is. Mm-hmm. He really is. I, I will say the CBS game this week, I also watched on the plane. And who was, what was the CBS game? It was Alabama and Arkansas. And, uh, yeah, Alabama and Arkansas. Yeah. But I, I didn't have the volume on for it. And that was the way Uh, to do it for me. That was, that was the way to watch. Um, and then my third thing is, uh, Emmanuel Forbes, he's number 13 for Mississippi state Uh Had himself a game this past weekend. He, uh, he's the one who blocked the field goal that we Uh ran back for a touchdown. He had a pick six. He Uh is tied in the whole nation right now. Um, as the leader for pick sixes, he's the sec defensive player of the week that he just had, an amazing game this past this past Saturday. And he's been consistent for us for a long time, but it was really good to see. So that's good. That's good. Sorry. Listen. I'm sorry. I hate no, I hate to point listen. It out. No, listen. No, it it is what it is. If we want people to talk better about us, then we need to do better. That's <laughs> the end. The end. We don't want to be the butt of SEC shorts every week's jokes. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what? You gotta play. So oh, I'm so sorry. So who do y'all y'all go to Alabama this week? Oh, we go to Alabama this week. Yeah. I mean, it's and listen, Max Johnson's out, so it's going to be Haynes King's game. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying, why doesn't he just start Connor Wegman, who's our freshman superstar quarterback, who's supposed to be the future? And I do agree with that, but I'm like, you know what? Let's wait and start him in South Carolina. Like, why are we going to put that poor kid out there for Alabama? Yeah. That just feels with that O line, that just feels wrong. Yeah. So um, 
anyway, we'll, we'll see how that goes. I don't, you know, there again, I said, Caroline, so Perry's birthday's Thursday, Caroline's coming home Saturday. So we're just going to be breezy, you know, just turn that on and just kind of, you know, we'll see how the first half See what you can see. See what you can see. Yeah. Just see how it goes. Alex's friend Peyton is a, uh, it was a preferred walk on at Alabama this past season. So mm-hmm. he's on the, the team in terms of like, he practices with them and he's on the sidelines at the games when they're at home and stuff like that. And he has a cracked rib. Oh. And so they had like a football reunion thing at their high school this past weekend. And so Alex FaceTimed me in Boston but just so I could say hey to Peyton and cause I've really missed him. Cause of course he's playing football now. And so we never see him. Yeah. But I was like, what, what you got going on there? You got a, you got a sling on your arm. And he was like, yes, ma'am. And so anyway, he's got a, a cracked rib, but from practice. And I thought, well, that really says something about the intensity of, yeah. of what mm-hmm. they, what they've got going on there mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. would have a cracked rib from practice. And it's it was a really good player. I think who, yeah. who, practice rib mm. but still mm. I just like oh god so yeah. no you do not put your your young quarterback out there for his first game and no uh-uh. no no so we'll maybe try that so then we have a bye week and then we're in South Carolina so maybe try let him let him trot him out against South Carolina and see how yeah. that goes okay Finding high-quality, affordable grocery items in one place is almost impossible in today's world, and I do not want to go to four different grocery stores to find what I need. But thanks to Thrive Market, I stress less because I get everything I need and so much more, and it's all delivered right to my door. Shopping with Thrive Market means you can find everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products, and it's all delivered to you. When you buy from Thrive Market, you can save up to 30% off the best organic groceries. I love their granola. I love so many of the Thrive Market snack mixes. I love the probiotic sodas that I get there. They've become a good substitute for a real soft drink and they taste great. And I love how easy it is to use their website and their app to find what I need. With Thrive Market's fast and free carbon neutral shipping, you're also saving a ton of time otherwise spent in grocery lines and parking lots and on gas money. Best of all, when you join Thrive Market, you're joining a community of 1 million plus members and sponsoring a family in need. Get convenient, high-quality, affordable groceries delivered with Thrive Market. Join Thrive Market today and get a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash big boo to get a free $60 gift. That's thrivemarket.com slash big boo. Um, okay, so tell us about New England. Oh, we had a delightful time. We went to Maine. Well, we flew into Boston and then we drove up to Maine thinking that we were going to see lots of leaves. Mm-hmm. But the leaves had only barely started to turn when we flew up last week. But still, it was the weather was beautiful. It was like it was just it was cool and breezy. And David could walk to the his office from our hotel. Um, I did a ton of walking just around the town. We had we loved it. And we got went on, I can't remember what day, but one of his co-workers has a fishing boat. And so we went out on the Gulf of Maine. One mm-hmm. late one afternoon and they were checking lobster traps and all that kind of stuff. And so it was just beautiful. It was so pretty and saw the sunset of our lives from I that boat. That. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know, I've, I've never been on a boat quite like that just because, you know, I go out on pontoon boats and yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. The occasional ski boat, but mm-hmm. not, but not necessarily those like big fishing boats. So 
anyway, we did that and we had some good meals and I got a little bit of writing done and it was just super, super relaxing. Um, and then we drove on Friday, we left and drove back to Boston and spent the night there and then flew out of Boston on Saturday. So, but I, I have to say this, we stayed at this hotel in Boston that I booked after really like a season of prayer and meditation because it was, <laughs> it was kind of expensive uh -huh. and, but it was location wise. It was good. It was close to the airport. It was in, we knew we weren't going to have a ton of time. So we wanted to be in an area we could kind of just where we could walk a lot and, in, and kind of soak up that area. And it, it looked online. Like it was really nice. And the reviews uh -huh. were pretty good. I mean, like we're, you know, but it was, it was clear. This is a really nice hotel. I'm going to tell you, it's the strangest place I have ever stayed in my life. Oh, I, interesting. I, told, I told David, after we got coffee Saturday morning, we were walking back in. I was like, I feel like we're staying in Nakatomi Plaza. You know, <laughs> in Die Hard? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that is, listen, you pulled that out. I did because it was like, it was the loveliest hotel in Boston in 1992 is how mm -hmm. I feel. Mm -hmm. it, but maybe has been untouched since since then. Like it was the kind of thing. Okay. Where, I mean, I'm sure they've done some things, but I couldn't decide if our room, which was huge, if it was a former office space, if it had been an apartment and then converted it to a hotel room, I could not decide. But it was the kind of thing like it had a big bathroom. It actually had mm -hmm. like you walked in and you were in this foyer and I just booked like an executive king room I didn't get a yeah. suite or anything but you walked in and there was a foyer space and then there was a hallway to the right that went to a half bath with a huge closet oh. across from that then there was this living room that was kind of curved that went mm -hmm. to this dining space with a table and a couple of chairs it had a kitchenette and then you had the bathroom well then the the bathroom off of that main bedroom was huge but it was like, like the water closet door was like frosted glass. Okay. I do remember frosted uh, glass. Uh -huh. And uh -huh. you like just pushed it and pulled it. It didn't have a knob. It was just, you know, it, it, it was really interesting. The tub was inside the shower. So like, I don't know, but it was very strange. It was, it was bizarre. It was very strange. Okay. Mm -hmm. very there was strange. a lot of like marbled woods, but mm -hmm. not really like okay. marbled yes. wood veneers, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. the bed was very comfortable. All that was fine, but it was just, it was bizarre. And okay. for it to, to cost as much as it did, I was not terribly happy about the, no. about the whole situation. Um, so anyway, but we came, we flew back on Saturday morning and got home early Saturday night and Hazel has, I don't know when she's been so happy to see me. Uh -huh. We have, we have the last few times we've gone out of town and we will continue to do this. We've had somebody come house sit and dog sit uh -huh. and just somebody to stay here with her. Cause she's happier. You know, the vet is really no place for Hazel. And, um, so she was really happy while we were gone. Um, yeah, yeah. But oh my goodness, she was well, she was elated when we got uh -huh. back. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's really nothing like a codependent dog. Oh, really, golly. you know. So yeah. 
I, David even asked me, uh, I don't know, it was later in the week and he was like, do you miss Hazel? And I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I know. That's how I feel. If I could travel everywhere with Mabel, I would go so mm-hmm. many more places. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her when I'm gone. <laughs> I know. I didn't feel as bad for Hazel this time, nor did I the last time we were gone because I knew that that she had somebody here and, mm-hmm. you know, I know, I know she was, she's content and, you know, we get a notification anytime anybody is at the front door because mm-hmm. of the ring and all that stuff. And so David's when, when the person who was staying here got here last Sunday, David got a notification and watched and like Hazel just wagged her tail. She didn't bark or anything okay. like she, at this point, it's familiar to her because, yes. you know, if just some random person walked in, good grief, she would lose her mind. But so I knew she was fine, but I was really happy to, to get home to her. So that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. And the leaves, okay. I will say, when we drove back from Portland to Boston on Friday, had turned a lot and it was really gorgeous. We just kept talking about how here everything is developed right up to the interstate. You know, yeah. like you'll have yeah. stretches where it's just trees, but but you have a lot of exits where there's a ton of stuff right off the interstate. And that is not mm-hmm. the case up there. Like mm-hmm. they've really protected the land on the sides of the interstates and the exits seem to be longer. Like you have to go a longer distance to get to something. Mm-hmm. So you just have that view of those gorgeous trees all the way from Portland to Boston. And it was, it was, is that a James Taylor song? Yes. Is. is that know, probably if uh-huh. not if not sweet baby james uh-huh baby james uh-huh. yeah so yep. um the turnpike no it's not from portland though but anyway all that to say it was uh-huh. a great trip it's a great time of the year to go up there and the people are just so nice and so hospitable and I got a little bit less self-conscious about my accent as the week went on but I will tell you we stopped in Portsmouth New Hampshire on our way to Boston because I love Portsmouth so (laughs) just the the, the wistfulness in your voice just oh Portsmouth um but anyway we stopped there because we'd never been and Mm -hmm. that is a charming place my goodness isn't it the cutest little town it is but we had we walked in a store and had been in there approximately 45 seconds when the cashier said are you from the south yeah (laughs) yep that's could you tell sure i am Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah what gave it away what gave it away so anyway, oh, but it was great. It was, um, it was such a good place to go. And I would love to go back again next year. I've really, really, really enjoyed it and got to see so much more Portland this time. And it was just, it was great. That's good. That's good. I know. I do love that part of the country. That was an unexpected delight for me the first time I visited, you know, yeah. where you're just like, wow, this is, I don't know what I expected, but it was even prettier than I expected. I agree. Most of you have probably heard by now me sing the praises of Pros, the world's most personalized hair care. And for those that haven't, I want to tell you about the incredible results I'm seeing since my customized Pros products. My hair had gotten, the older I got, it had gotten drier. It had gotten to where it wasn't ever as smooth. I felt like it just didn't look as shiny as it used to. But with Pros, especially the Pros Hair Mask, my hair is shinier, it's smoother, it's softer, it feels stronger. I love the fragrance and the smell. I have like a lavender mint that makes me so happy every time I'm in the shower. And what I love about Pros is they know there's more to you than just your hair type. They've given over 1 million consultations with an in-depth hair quiz, and that's how I got started. They just ask questions like, 
Um, what's your problem with your hair? What zip code do you live in? What are your eating habits? How often do you exercise? And then they analyze all these personal factors and they determine a unique blend of ingredients to treat your exact concerns. If you're not 100% positive, Pros is the best hair care you've had. They will take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair regimen with your name all over it. You can take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash bigboo. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash bigboo for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. So anyway, what about y'all? What's been going on in San Antonio? Listen, not one thing. It has been, I mean, we really have had nothing going on, like to the point where I'm like, can I make up something that's been going on? But we, it's been so slow. I'm going to tell you what indicates to me our weekend is that I did three different face masks on three different days. Wow. Like I really, I really committed. I've really started using my little new face thing again on my face. I just, okay. you know, I was like, I have the time to do it. And so um, I'm going to do these different masks. And so I've done that. I cleaned out our pantry and I got it kind of all organized um, just because we had a lot of stuff. It was like we had like half eaten like bags of Takis and stuff from when Caroline was still home that I was like, this needs to go. I did the same thing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I cleaned out all that the half eaten bags of chips mm-hmm. and threw them away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Friday night we had some friends over for dinner and that was fun um, and enjoyed getting to hang out with them because it was just um, we hadn't been able to do anything with them in a long time. And then Saturday, of course, we had football, you know, football all day. And that was a low. <laughs> and then obviously. And then Sunday we went to church and I took a nap and that was really it today. Went to Target and um, yeah, I think tomorrow I'm going to get out though. I have decided I'm really, I have not been in a, I want to go shop in a store kind of mood in a long time. Like Mm -hmm. I kind of feel like that's something that went away during COVID where I was like, yeah, I just order everything online. But I think tomorrow I have a couple of returns that I need to go out to Lock and Terra, our big mall and make. Um, and I think I'm going to like, I'm kind of excited to go shop in person. Like I'm, okay. I'm, I want to go check out. I want to see what Nordstrom has. I want to see what anthropology has in person. I want to try on some things. I want to experiment because I feel like the styles have really shifted. And sure. so it's like, I feel like I need to kind of get out. I need to get out and like try some stuff and, mm-hmm. and figure out some stuff like with the, cause everybody's asking me what to wear with the wide leg jeans and what to wear with the straight leg jeans and all of that stuff. And I'm, I, I don't feel like I can guide you as well as I would like. Cause I feel like I need to get out and try some stuff. Yeah. I even today, cause I'm going to Atlanta after we record this, cause I have a speaking thing in the morning and I was, mm-hmm. I was packing my bag, trying to figure out what to wear. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of had a moment. I was like, can I wear these things together? Do yeah. I have, do I have one too many trend happening? Like, you know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, I don't know. I feel a little unsteady because I, because the jeans have changed. Yes. You know, the style of pants has changed. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't feel quite as confident as, as I like to feel in terms of my ability to, to pull something together. But I don't want to, I don't want to be try hard, but yeah. I, don't, I also want to dress my age. I don't know. I, yeah. I, so I need to see, I need to see whatever it is that you find out is what I'm telling okay. you. 
Well, I'm going to go do some research. I feel like I just need to go kind of look around because I've seen some cute stuff online and I've even ordered stuff. But I feel like when it comes time to actually get dressed to go somewhere, I have all these random pieces in my closet, but I'm not real sure how I want to put them all mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. um, so um, so I usually end up wearing an oversized button down with a pair of jeans. That's like become my new uniform. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much what I put together to speak in Atlanta tomorrow. So yeah. except corduroys instead of jeans, but okay. pretty much same deal. Yeah. So anyway, so that's, that's my big goal for the week. Okay. Um, and then getting ready for Caroline to come home Saturday. Listen, I've already bought her two shirts. I've already bought a Pez dispenser <laughs> with some Pez candy. I'm just, well, Alex is coming home. Uh, they have fall break. And so he's coming home Thursday night. It'll be late because he has something he has to do, mm -hmm. but his class got canceled on Friday. And so he'll be home from Thursday until Tuesday. Oh, wow. And so, cause their fall break is actually Monday, Tuesday. So okay. he just has no class on Friday. So he's coming home and uh, Ella's coming home and Ashby's coming home. And so I can't wait. I'm actually going to detour through Auburn, leaving Atlanta tomorrow and take Ella to lunch because I have not had a face-to-face -face conversation with her since that really ended July 1st of August. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm yeah. going to go see so her go. and then okay. they'll be all home for fall break and it, it, I think, you know, uh, I'm going to cook some things. It'll be good. Oh, that'll be good. I'm literally getting, I don't know that we're even getting 24 hours with Caroline because she has late class on Friday because she's a TA for that barbecue class that she was in last year. Mm -hmm. so she Friday night, she's like, I wouldn't get home till like 1030. And I really don't want her driving home that late. And so I think she's coming in Saturday morning and I think she's turning around and leaving Sunday. Oh, um, yeah, but that's okay. Listen, I'll take what I can get. I'll Absolutely. So, well, um, I have to say, I did read three books while I was on the trip. Wow. Well, I'm finishing the third one, um, but I want to mention two of them. I think I'll mention the third one eventually, but I just, I, I haven't finished it all the way yet. But okay. the first one I read is a mystery, which I haven't read a mystery in a while, but it's called The It Girl and it's by Ruth Ware. And I loved her book, which now I'm going to get the title wrong because there were a bunch of, but it was like the girl in cabin 56 or something like that. Let me see if that's right. Oh, it's the woman in cabin 10. I was close. Okay. So Ruth Ware wrote the woman in cabin 10, which I really, really loved. And so this is called the it girl. It's about a group of friends who went to college together at Oxford. And I won't really say anything more than that, but as a mystery, okay. I really enjoyed it. Oh, okay. And I, like I got into it really quickly and it's one of those that like the chapters are before, after, before, after. So it's constantly, you know, it, it flashes back and then it comes to present day and then it flashes back and it comes to present day. Okay. So, which I like it because sometimes I get confused, you know, mm -hmm. and that, yeah. that, that structure kind of helped. So I liked that. And then I told you about this other one, but mm -hmm. it's Taylor Jenkins Reads new book called Carrie Soto is back. Yes. And Carrie Soto was kind of a, a I don't know, a, not even a supporting character, like a very small character in mm -hmm. her Malibu summer book. And yes. that this is all about a uh, women's uh, tennis champion and kind of what it took for her to become a champion. And then she decides that she is going to launch a comeback. And so I really liked it. It's a super okay. fast read. Mm -hmm. And like the the main character is a hard charging eight mm -hmm. and but you kind of get the softer edges as you move through I don't know I liked it it was a it was a quick read I, I kind of wish I'd had it in the summer it would have been a great summer book but okay um but I liked it a lot so I recommend okay. it 
All right. Well, that's so good. That's so good. I feel like I have nothing to contribute in terms of, I've just been rewatching the Mindy project. That's well what done. I've been doing, but um, it's, it's good. It fits my life right now. Mm-hmm. It's easy. It doesn't require much. Um, and I don't know what I was doing the first time I watched it, but I'm shocked at how much I don't remember. So oh, I'm like, yeah. oh, I was clearly in a fog. I don't think I would remember. And we watched mm-hmm. the office a couple of nights when we were in Portland yeah. in like the early episodes. And I was mm-hmm. like, I, I have no recollection. Yeah. I did not know this happened. Mm-hmm. So um, now is it time for five favorites? for five favorites okay yay and as as well maybe just a couple of these are travel related kind of like the last time we took a trip but the first one I don't know if this is the same kind of thing that you mentioned last year or earlier this year but I ordered these because they popped up in Instagram maybe a month or so ago and oh my goodness they are now some of my very favorite things they're the Viore performance joggers oh yeah mm-hmm. I got some that were on sale because I didn't necessarily care what color I had like I just wanted some softness you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I got some heathered color I don't know they're fine uh yeah. and I was I was so happy for them to be on sale but they have several colors on sale right now they are the softest mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. I have ever worn yeah. Oh my word. Yeah. So good. They're so good. And I, and I like them because you could kind of wear them as more of a legging, depending on how you want them to fit. Yep. I ordered them. I mm-hmm. sized up in mine because I wanted them to fit a little looser. Cause I kind of thought well, I'll wear them on a plane or what, which is exactly what I did. Yeah. Um, I, but golly, they're comfortable. They're so good. I know. I don't know how, what they do and what, how they make their fabric, but it is, it is far and above all other joggers to me it, they're unbelievable so mm-hmm. and and they're not inexpensive they're better on sale than they are full price but yes. I will like I've I've washed them today they're in the dryer I will take them to Atlanta I will wear them and I will wear them and I will wear them mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. anyway so they're they're really great and perfect for this time of year when it's a little cooler outside yeah okay my second thing is something I told you about when I ordered it a few mm-hmm. weeks ago because I heard Bethany Frankel talk about it on TikTok and I was mm-hmm. persuaded. I was influenced. Yes. It's the Maya Chia concentrated serum. Now, let me say yeah. this. It's it's a little spendy. Yeah. But after our skincare episode we did on Patreon with Niva, I thought to myself, I've got to do some things to mix it up in terms of how I moisturize my skin. Uh-huh. I, don't, I don't need to go to the same well every single morning and night. Like I've, I got to mix it up. So I got um, a, a fresh thing of Luna oil, the Sunday Riley, Sunday Riley Luna uh-huh. oil. And I got some revision hydrating serum and I got this Maya Chia concentrated serum. Let me just uh-huh. say this. I didn't take it with me on our trip because I was like, you know, I just trying to figure out like what I can pack in my suitcase and what has to go through, you know, in my, what I can put in my carry on bag, but then what if my suitcase gets lost? I don't want to lose this. It was expensive. So I just left it at home. Yeah. 
I'm going to tell you that I had, I don't know when the last time was this happened to me, but by the time we got to Boston on Friday, I had, it was like a craving in my face Mm -hmm. for this serum. Like I just wanted to take it and slather it all over my face. And I could not wait to get home and wash my face and put it on. I, I don't necessarily really know what it is. I know it's more of a natural product than it is. There's not a whole lot of chemically stuff in there. It's a mm-hmm. lot of oils and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Smells really interesting in a good way. Um, but if you have combination or drier skin, it feels so good to put this stuff on your skin. And then you think your skin's going to look super greasy because of the way it's formulated, but it doesn't. But mm-hmm. it is becoming my favorite nighttime moisturizer because of the way it makes my skin feel the next morning. I love it. I love it. I love it. I have to tell you, I ordered this immediately after you told me about it. Uh And so I've been using it too. It's part of my skin cycling. So I do my retinol and then I use this like every other night. Mm -hmm. It's, it's maybe one of my favorite skincare things I've bought. Like it I'm it so happy. So good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was like, oh, this is like, there are very few things that I buy that I immediately think I'll buy this over and over again, but like, I will buy this over and over again. Same. Like, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I, I love it at night. Uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love it. I love I, it. I love yeah. the way it makes my skin feel. It's mm-hmm. so soothing. Yeah. But it, but like, and I, cause I, the first time I used it, I was like, is this going to clog my pores? Cause it's a, it's a balm. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's, it feels Vaseline-ish. It does, but no, mm-hmm. ma'am, it does not clog mm-hmm. your pores. It's fantastic. Now it's sold out pretty much everywhere right now. So y'all are, I hate to, to build it up and then like, sorry, I don't think it's available, but it will be. I mean, it's yeah. just, I think it, it, it kind of got snapped up in the post yeah. TikTok frenzy, but it's really good. Golly. Yeah, it is really good. Um, the third thing I was going to say for our gift guide. And then I thought, no, I'm not because here's why. I mean, I'm going to, this will definitely be in our Christmas gift guide, mm-hmm. but here's why I want to mention it now. These are sand grain studio prints. Um, it's a business actually out of San Antonio. Oh, had no idea. But if you have... Uh, somebody in your life who like, it's hard to buy things for them that they would like for their dorm room. I love them so much. Um, and, and the, the slogan that they have on the website is I can't mid-century modern pop art. And so they take oh. all these different like musical artists and shows and movies and make these really cool prints and oh, so I, I saw them, I ordered Alex a Breaking Bad and a Better Call Saul, and I'm going to get them framed. And that's going to be part of his Christmas because he will love that. Like it's something cool. Mm-hmm. Those are his two favorite shows. They have stuff for, especially if you have an older teenage boy and you, like who doesn't ever think about like, you know, wanting something cool in his room, but like, yeah. these are great looking and they would be so good for a dorm for a guy or a girl. I just love them. Like, I oh, just think they're too. I think they're really cool. They're real. And they have a Zach Bryan and a Tyler Childers who are two of Caroline's favorite artists. Yes. So I feel like, okay, this is great. You can get, I mean, you can get a smaller size or you can get a great mm-hmm. big giant one. I kind of went in between for Alex, mm-hmm. but he, I can hang him in his room here or he can take him with him you know, and put him in his dorm if he wants yeah. to. Oh, these but are so cute. Especially I think because at Caroline's age, at Alex's age, 
they so love the music they love. They so uh-huh. love the shows or the movies they love. And this is just a really cool way to kind of chronicle that or commemorate it Yeah, in a style that won't make them roll their eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like this is tailor-made for yeah. our Gen Z friends and yeah. so, and for our millennial friends who, who love uh-huh. pop culture. I just think they're really cool and a yeah. fun way, you know, if you have somebody you love who is a huge Harry Styles fan or whatever, uh-huh. there's some really cool prints. So anyway. Okay. Love it. Okay. This is great. So, and I'll talk about that again on the gift guide, because I think that would be a fantastic Christmas gift. Um, Fourth thing is another thing that I ordered after our conversation with Niva. And it's the Jane Iredale Circle Delete Concealer. Mm -hmm. I have wrestled with concealer for the last year or so, because, you know, I hit a point where it was like shape tape was, was too dry for me yeah, like it was, yeah. just, it was too cr- making me too crinkly around my eyes yeah, because yeah. I'm crinkly around my eyes yes. so it didn't actually make me that way it just accentuated it so Niva suggested this Jane Iredale concealer and I ordered it on the spot and I love it and it's one of those products where it has two shades in there so you can blend it if you don't like it to look like you know you've you've put highlighter right up underneath your eyes mm-hmm. you blend it to make it a little bit more subtle But what I love about it is it's so super creamy and I can put just some of that concealer on under my eyes and change the way my face looks because it's so bright. I really love it. You know, it's just a great thing for me to not be somebody who wears a full face of makeup Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. If I want to look just a tiny bit more decent, um, just to dab some of that under my eyes is a great pick me up in the morning. And one thing Nava said, cause I asked her on the episode, do you use a brush for it or do you use mm-hmm. your fingers? And she said, use your fingers. Cause it warms it up and it helps it to kind mm. of adhere to that skin under your eyes. Yeah. And it's really good. I love it. So okay, that's thumbs so up good on to that. Know. Okay. That's a so, gully just ordered that. I, okay. I, we were talking about it. So I don't think she's gotten it in yet, but okay. That's good to know. I really love it. And it doesn't take much either when you put it on. Mm-hmm. And then my last thing, I think you're probably going to roll your eyes at me for this one, but (laughs) I'm constantly in a state of, I need shoes for like to go into Pilates in and shoes that I can slip on after Pilates with my grippy Pilates socks, you know, Uh and Uh then if I want to run errands. So I had some for the summer, some Uggs that I really liked, but they're bright green. And so that's a little much for fall. Um, and I, I kind of need to retire them. I feel like until spring rolls around. So I was like, well, I need some more Pilates shoes. So I ordered me some Crocs clogs. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll tell you something. There's never been anything more comfortable. There has never been anything. That's how it starts. That's that sentence. That's how it starts. (laughs) I know, but they're cute. Like I'm not going to put them on with my jeans. Although Uh if I did, listen, who cares? Yeah. But um, but they're so stinking comfortable or like to, to take Hazel outside. Uh-huh. They're just so cushiony yeah. And because they have that strap in the back. You know, Alex yeah. and his friends called it. Um, I can't remember that. We called one way sport mode and the other way. I can't remember okay. but anyway. Um, but they have that strap on the back. So they don't flip flop on you. I don't uh-huh. They're, they're really good. So okay. I'm just going right. to say, if you're looking for a practical shoe that, you're not going to necessarily try to make a fashion statement with, but you appreciate the comfort. 
I'm gonna give I'm gonna, I'm gonna say thumbs up to the Crocs gloves. Okay. All right. Well, that is we will we will all take that under advisement. Mm-hmm. We will all... I know. I know. But listen, it's a lot to lace your shoes it when you're going is. into and out of Pilates. So it's good I to have it. a slip on option. And I thought about getting some of the lined Burks, you know, yeah. like the, mm-hmm. but they're hard to find right now. Yeah, they are. They are hard to find. And those Boston clogs are impossible to find. Yeah. And they're really not any more attractive in the whole scheme of things. So it's like, That's if you're exactly going for right. comfort, you might as well just go with what's going to work. You know Thank what I mean? You. So Thank you. I did. I Thank you. I did. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good job. Good job. All right. So anyway, those are my, those are my five for the week. Okay. I love it. Those are great. Those are great five favorites. Also, I wanted to say, I thought about this yesterday. Yeah. It's October, which is always Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So let us just encourage everybody that if you are of an age where it's appropriate for you, go get your mammogram if you haven't done it this year. It's really important. It It is. It is. It takes, it's worth the amount of time. It's a good peace of mind. You just, you want to go get it. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's good. Just would rather work with what you know, as opposed to what you don't. Exactly. and I, I will say that as much as I hate doing it every year, I don't really hate doing it, but I, you know, it's not mm-hmm. really something you look forward to. It's not, no. a, not a banner day on the calendar, <laughs> but every year when I go back, I think, well, if something is wrong, I know it was okay last year. Yeah. That's and right. so that is where the peace of mind really comes mm-hmm. in for me is I, I always thank my previous self when I mm-hmm. go back every year that I did it the year before. So yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, and maybe it's because of our age, but I feel like I have so many friends now who have been okay because they caught it early. You know, like, I feel like I have, I know so many women in my life who like, ultimately they were okay. And Mm -hmm. because they caught it early. And so early detection is always the key. And this is coming from somebody who y'all know, I don't believe in Western medicine anymore, (laughs) but I do believe in mammograms. Yes. You do faithfully get your mammogram. I do. And, um, so just a, just a friendly reminder to, to get her done if you haven't gotten it done yet. And it's time for you to do that. So, okay. Very anyway. good. All right. Well, All Melanie right. is going to, going to cross your fingers for the access. I'll, I'll see y'all on the other side of Alabama. I'm just going to tell y'all don't, y'all don't need to DM me on Saturday. I know what to expect. I'm a big girl <laughs> and I'm going to be fine. I mean, I'm at a point now, here's the beauty of it. Gully okay. and I did talk about this today and this is, then we'll go. But uh, I did say the beauty of it is I said, if we had lost the Mississippi state game by like one unfortunate play or one bad call or something, you'd be like, Oh, what a heartbreaker. But when it's just that bad, you're mm-hmm. kind of like, you know what? We're I'm in it for the snacks the rest of the that's season. Right. And that's a good place to be emotionally mm-hmm. and spiritually that's a healthier place for me to be sure. I understand that I really do yeah yeah it's a surrender it's a surrender yeah mm-hmm. it's the it's the living in the constant hope that'll get you down but once you but once you give up once you give up life is a lot easier that's right that's right and listen state <laughs> plays Arkansas which we know I hate uh, that game I hate that game and yeah. I, I told Somebody last night, I was like, I don't see any world where Arkansas loses three in a row. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I, I want to beat them. I yeah. don't know. But we play in Startville. That's maybe better than having to play in Fayetteville. But yeah, we'll see. But you just don't know because Arkansas, you never know what you're going to get with Arkansas. No. Uh-uh. Uh, no. Okay. All righty, y'all. All right. Well, we'll be back next week, but we hope the rest of your week is great. And thanks as always for listening. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye.